0: Hey, I'm Ashley Waldbauer, and you're listening to Nevertheless, Lee Persisted, a podcast slash audio diary where we prioritize gratitude and unpack why we keep on persisting. and welcome to another episode of nevertheless shlee persisted it's me it's your girl shlee what the fuck is up guys i hope that you all have had a great week so far um on this wonderful tuesday morning that this episode is coming out or any day that you're uh, listening to this episode um because that's how podcasts <laughs> work oh my gosh um You guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be straight up. I'm going to be really real with you here. Um, I've been struggling to record this podcast episode all week. I've just been feeling so tired and drained and foggy this entire week, Um, which is not my favorite feeling in the world, but I think my period's coming. Yay. Um, How lovely to be a woman. Am I right? Or just someone with a uterus. Am I right? So it's been a little bit of a slow morning. I'll say it. I'll admit it. But um I got my ass to Duncan and got me a medium latte this time. And I even got myself a little treat for after I finished recording because I'm very treat oriented? goal oriented? With treats? I think that's what I meant. Gold oriented with treats. Because who doesn't love a treat? And yeah, yeah, I did. I got a um, a glazed bagel. A, oh, a glazed blueberry donut. Uh, can you imagine if I got a glazed bagel? Uh, so yeah, we're not even two minutes in and you can tell where my brain is at already. Woohoo! oh yay um so yeah let's just dive right into the gratitude list this week because we could all use a little more gratitude in our lives yeah okay listen I know I've been talking about books a lot lately but there was a situation that happened to me at the gym where I was on the treadmill and I'm reading a book because that's what I always do and um a gal stopped me because what was I reading? Um, The Throne of Glass series that I can't not talk about on my podcast right now. Um, I'm currently on air of fire for those who want to know. But a gal came up to me at the gym and stopped me and was like, hey, I see that you're reading this. I'm obsessed with that series. I just finished it. I'm very excited for you and your Throne of Glass journey. And I was like, ah, oh, already obsessed with you. Also, she was swole as Fuck. And uh, I love a strong woman who reads who doesn't. Well, I guess some men would argue with me on that one, but I love strong women who read. And it just like was so funny because we were literally having this conversation while I was like still walking on the treadmill and she's like standing in front of it, just like st- standing and talking. So it was kind of comical. But um yeah, we chatted about literally all three of the author's series. Um, and it was just a nice little fun bonding moment. So that is my first gratitude point this week. It's just like bonding with random people or having a conversation with random people about something you both love. And I I loved it. 10 out of 10 experience, especially like living in New York, you tend to kind of ignore strangers or like people just like don't really talk to each other so which is not at all like Fredericksburg and it's not like New Yorkers aren't friendly but like I don't know I I just don't think that's like the New York norm um and so it's it's taken me a hot second to adjust to people just like coming up and chatting with me, but it's been a a fun experience, a nice experience here in Fredericksburg. Okay, number two on the gratitude list, which kind of goes along with the first one because it's just on the topic of reading and then I promise I'll stop talking about it maybe for this episode. Um, And number two is female rage. Now listen... I think it might just be a lot of the content that I am consuming recently obviously through books but also through some of the TV shows and movies that I've been watching where there are just like some incredibly amazing moments of like female rage with like the main female characters and if you don't know what that is or haven't used that term it's basically kind of like used when um, like something happens to the female character and they almost like not black out but kind of and just like let the rage roll and then they do like a bunch of badass things and yeah I I don't it's hard to explain unless you kind of experience it (laughs) and boy am I experiencing it a lot lately and I'm here for it um do I relate because I am a female yeah do I have rage sometimes I don't know it's it's nice to like read about it because I'm like let's fucking go I just love powerful woman, once again, kind of goes hand in hand with what I was just talking about. Love a badass female, especially a badass female main character. And I'm just gonna nerd out for like two more seconds because I read this quote the other day and it kind of stopped me in my tracks and was like, yeah. And I feel like it kind of encompasses like the female rage stereotype, I guess. Um, And this one is in um, The Assassin's Blade, which is that prequel that I was talking to you guys about last time. And it's basically these two women, they're like drinking wine and um, making amends after a little fight that they had. And one of the gals makes a toast and says, to being the most fearsome and imposing girls the world has ever seen. And, ugh, yeah, I feel like that. I just love that. I, I love it so much. I just love females and female friendship. And, ugh, and I love to see it represented. I'll say it. Okay, enough of that. Number three, something totally, totally different is um, countdowns. I love a countdown. And my friend Caitlin, hey Caitlin, shout out. She's getting so many shout outs while I'm here in Fredericksburg and we'll continue to get them because she's great. Anyway, um, she showed me this app that's like a countdown app and it also counts up for like specific dates too so which is really fun so i started a countdown for a couple of things number one when matt gets off the ship obviously number two a countdown for when i go on the ship which i finally decided when i'm gonna go see maddie b raps yeah yeah i'm so excited um i'm going in august at the end of august after my birthday I'm so excited and I'm gonna go for like two weeks on the ship oh my gosh so here's your warning now that's gonna be my vacation time I'm gonna take a couple weeks off but don't worry even though I'm taking them off I will still be recording episodes maybe with some special guesses can you guess who's gonna be on the podcast um yeah so I'm so excited for that anyway countdown yes countdowns for that and then also there's like a count up feature so I like put in Matt and I's like uh anniversary and it said like how many days we've been together and I thought that was kind of fun and it's nice to see like actual numbers I think it's just really helpful for my brain not that I'm a numbers girl by any means in the sense of like math I hate math, but um, you know what I mean. Love a good countdown. If you want the app, it's literally just called Countdown. It's free. You can put pictures on it. It's really fun. Um, so yeah, there's my third point on the gratitude list. Number four. Oh my God, you guys. Musical theater summer camps. That's what's number four on my list. So Riverside had a like theater camp for, I don't even know what age range, but it had to have been like, I don't know, like 8 to like 17 maybe? I don't know. But they were doing The Little Mermaid Jr. And a bunch of the cast members from Joseph went to go see it because our Benjamin and Joseph was playing Prince Eric in The Little Mermaid Jr. And we had to go see and had to go support him. And oh my god, it was so much fun. These kids, fierce, love it. I had a major flashback because I did these summer camps like growing up all of the time and also did The Little Mermaid. And when I did it, guess who I was? I'll give you a moment to think. Okay. Um, I was, drumroll please, I'm not going to do it. Um, I was Sebastian. Yeah, you heard that right. Me, little Schlie being Sebastian. And the little girl that was playing Sebastian, <laughs> In This version was fierce and I just was like, whoa, flashback. I was like, oh, she's like baby Shlee. It was just really, really cute. And the Ariel was fierce. She could sing her face off. Ursula, fierce. Also just reminded of like how good Poor Unfortunate Souls is. Even the backing track, I was like, oh, this shit is pumping, man. I love it. Yeah, it just was overall a great time and... (laughs) it's just so funny i i love watching kids perform and it's just important to keep the arts going in education you know what i mean i could go on and on about that but that we can save that for later so that's my fourth gratitude point of the week all right number five reality tv we got to bring it back in but it's not really something that I am currently watching it's something that my friends are currently watching and it is below deck so my friends that are in the cast house they're in the middle of watching below deck I don't know what season they're on I keep forgetting but they're in like the early seasons which is stuff that I haven't seen in like a long time and it is so funny to watch it with them because those early seasons are crazy oh also if you don't know what below deck is below deck is basically this reality tv show that follows people that work on a um charter ship and like basically (laughs) follows around the crew um and it's drama and craziness and I stopped watching it honestly like the new seasons because it kind of gives me like cruise ship ptsd because it's kind of similar um in the sense of just like living space and how close you are with everyone and how easily drama can ensue because of it but also <laughs> it's it's a good time. There's a lot going on. Um, yeah, big fan, big fan of Below Deck. Highly recommend. But it's a lot of fun like re-watching the seasons with them um, because I'm like, oh yeah, I totally forgot that happened. Or I'm like holding on to spoilers that I know are coming up. It's a fun time. Okay, number six and the final point on the gratitude list this week. I know this is like a shorter one this week because I feel like <laughs> the past couple weeks I've had like 12 which is great. Um, But uh, this one's a repeat. I think I had this gratitude point on like my one of my very first podcast episodes. And it is rediscovering songs. Yeah, I just love like when you're driving or walking or wherever you are and you're like, oh, I haven't listened to this song in a really long time. And it's like on a playlist that you totally forgot about and I am so here for it. And then you just like start listening to it over and over and falling in love with it again. I'm debating on telling you what song... (laughs) It was that sparked this gratitude list, but I guess here I am, so I'm going to do it. So um, I would love to say that it was a pop song, but it was not. It was a musical theater song, shocker, um, and it's from this really obscure musical called Birds of Paradise. Okay, so it was a musical that performed off-Broadway in 1987, and it basically is about like an acting troupe that is like trying to put on a musical adaption of a Chekhov play, Um, which the Chekhov play, The Seagull, which is why it's called Birds of Paradise. Um, But it had like a decent amount of names in this musical. Donna Murphy, J.K. Simmons. And if you don't know who those people are, Donna Murphy has been um, in a shit ton of musicals. Um, But most people know her as Mother Gothel from Tangled. She's great. And then J.K. Simmons has been in a shit ton of TV and film and was like, and my favorite movie of his is Whiplash. Anyway, the musical was a flop. It was not very good, but there are a couple really good songs in that show and they have it on Spotify if you ever want to listen. Um, and yeah, the main song, Birds of Paradise, which is also the title of the show, is, is a banger. It's a fun time. Um, so yeah, that is my gratitude list of the week. Woohoo, short and sweet for you. I hope that you've taken some time in your week to maybe write some gratitude lists of your own. Um, and yeah, let's dive right into the thoughts and feelings of the week, shall we? Let's do it. All right, let's dive in. So here's the thing, friends. I'm going to be really vulnerable and transparent with you here. I have been struggling the past couple of weeks to come up with like a through line for some of these podcast episodes um and it really i need to give myself some grace here it's really just last weekend this week that i feel like i've been kind of in a slump or just like a creative rut i guess And obviously, I think you could kind of tell last week, and I'm still feeling it this week. So um, I'm not really sure what this episode is going to look like either. And I swear it's not because I don't plan these things, like I don't plan what I'm going to talk about. You know me, I do. I plan a lot and like to plan, and sometimes I just, it's like I start to write about one topic, then I'm like, mm, I'm not really feeling that this week, or it doesn't really feel like it's ringing true or have has a, a point. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at right now, and I think that's okay. I honestly think it's because I'm tired, um, and we're getting near the end of Joseph and the end of my run, and um, I think my brain is kind of like, woo okay, you're tired. And so I'm rolling with that. And I'm just gonna be up front with you. And we're rolling with the punches here. That being said, I do have a little bit of something that I want to talk to you about. But anyway, I just wanted to be transparent and let you know where I'm at brain wise. Uh, your girl is struggling a bit. And that's A-OK. Not everything can be perfect. Recovering Perfectionist right here. Hey. Raise your hand if you're with me. I feel you in spirit. Um, Okay. So, Joseph, I'm still performing in it. (laughs) So, Riverside, Basically, at the end of um, a run of a show, they're already starting rehearsals for their next show, which is 42nd Street, um, and I have a couple of TCU friends that are in 42nd Street, and one of my professors from TCU is directing the show, um, which is really cool. Love it. My professor is the one who even got me involved with uh, Riverside in general, um, and oh, I don't, I feel like I've mentioned this before. I don't know if I have or not, but um, I went to TCU. <laughs> uh graduated in 2019 with my bfa musical theater go frogs um but they saw the show this week which was exciting because i don't even know when the last time they saw me perform probably well I, yeah probably my senior year <laughs> of college when funny enough we did 42nd street for my last show for my last musical um and yeah so that was kind of like a funny full circle moment and honestly I'd been feeling pretty anxious about them being here and seeing me not because I wasn't like proud of my work I'm extremely proud of the work that I'm doing in Joseph and like I don't think it was like a I hope they like me or I hope they think that I'm doing well I don't think it was that um after a lot of journaling, I think I needed to reflect on my time from college is I think what it was. So here's the thing. Musical theater programs um, in college can be pretty traumatic. Um, I feel like that's kind of like the stereotypical or stereotype of musical theater um, programs uh, across the US. Um, Like I don't, you're probably not on, theater tiktok and honestly I kind of wish I wasn't but um here I am where like I've seen so many memes um on tiktok where it's like you know you go into acting class at 8 a.m and then like the professor makes you dig up like all of your trauma and use that in like a really like easy mundane scene just in order for you to cry like that's kind of the vibe of (laughs) musical theater programs (laughs) my college wasn't totally like that. There was like one professor that definitely kind of used those methods. But like, thankfully, because I had been working in uh, theater from a young age, and professionally, I could kind of spot it and be like, I'm not doing that, because I think that's um harmful um to use substitution. But like, that is a whole other conversation that I would love to talk about later. It's just like... <laughs> Taking care of your mental health as an actor when you're acting. That's a great episode topic, actually. Okay, write that down. You guys, you write it down. Let me know. (laughs) Remind me (laughs) to talk about it. Anyway, I just was having some anxiety um, about seeing them this week. And I was just trying to get down to the bottom of why I was having this anxiety about it. Because I love and adore the people that are here Um, it wasn't like anything like that where it was like oh we have bad beef or like something had happened to us in the past it wasn't anything like that so after a lot of journaling I think I just kind of needed to reflect on my college time as a whole because I realized that the anxiety was coming from my overall mindset of my time at TCU which is not a good one (laughs) to be honest it's not a healthy one because my really my last memory of tcu um was my ex cheating on me with my ex best friend um and so i kind of feel like i had like a negative feeling towards tcu because this awful thing happened to me and i honestly have like actively tried to forget about my time at tcu Especially my senior year. Um, senior year was a, little, it was a rough time with my ex. Um, lots of abuse and uh, manipulation going on there. Um, but that being said, I have worked through this trauma so, so much, and I feel really good about the person I am today, um, and. At the end of the day, like, I would not change the outcome of how it all happened, which I know sounds a little crazy where, of course, I'm like, yeah, it would be nice to not be cheated on. But like, also, I I learned so much from it. And thankfully, I got out of a really awful relationship because of it, which I'm thankful for. Oof, I could have moved to New York with that guy. That was the plan. And that would have been really, really bad. So anyway, while I was journaling, I was very much like, wow, Ashley, I'm so incredibly proud of all of the work that you've put in to yourself um, and all of the life lessons that you have learned. Like you are a badass. You have overcome so much in your life and so much trauma and you're only going to continue to learn and grow and become a better human. And so then I was like, okay. Now I think I'm finally to the point where I can actually really reflect on my time at TCU and kind of reframe my outlook on TCU now. So here's what that process looked like for me. I literally wrote down all of the things that I accomplished throughout my years at TCU that I could remember, at least. And here are just some of the examples um, that I wrote down. And honestly, I feel like this will give you a big peek behind the curtain uh, for who I am today, honestly. Um... So number one, I wrote down that I was in an improv troupe for three out of the four years that I was there. It's called SAC, Sensile Sacks of Comedy, Um, and I was the president my senior year of that, or co-president. It was awesome and fun, and we got to travel to Chicago for multiple years and compete, and we did like a weekly improv show for the students on campus, and it was a blast, and I made so many amazing friends, and um, yeah, it just was a great time of my life. Um, I was also a part of uh, APO, Alpha Psi Omega, which is the theater fraternity, um, and was the president of that my senior year as well, and There are like a couple of big events that we would do throughout the year and one of them was TCU Twisted, which was basically like a Broadway backwards um, moment where we raise money for BCEFA, which is Broadway Cares Equity um, Fights Against AIDS. And, um, yeah, that was great. I directed and choreographed a lot for that and made shit happen. Um, I also wrote a couple of plays, which I don't think I've ever talked about on this podcast, mostly because I haven't written in a really long time, because I have some imposter syndrome when it comes to writing, is really what it is, Um, which I am, maybe I'll tackle that one day. (laughs) But yeah, I wrote a couple of plays and had staged readings for them uh, that my school helped put on and that was really fun and special. I also student directed uh, and that was really fun and directing was like a really big part of my life for a long time where I just – I I didn't know if that was something that I wanted to go into or not and I think I still could. Um, I think my brain is honestly like kind of made for it um, but I just also love performing so <laughs> – Maybe one day, maybe, who knows. And I also performed professionally in the Dallas area and got my uh, EMC points or EMC card or whatever, Um, which doesn't matter anymore, really, Uh, which is once again, a whole other conversation. Yay, the union. But yeah, those are honestly just some of the things that I accomplished. And even just like writing all of those things down, I was like, wow, that's awesome. I accomplished so much. So that was like kind of part one of my journal journey. Ooh, cute. My journal journey. Um, and then the second part, which I think was more um, difficult for me to wrap my brain around. Uh, oof. Okay. Uh, already getting emotional. Good start. Um, I really needed to journal about the relationships that I had at TCU. Um, not only about my ex, which honestly, I really didn't journal much about him because I've sorted through that so much. Um, but... There were a decent amount of friendships that I lost um, after everything that happened. And I think I talked about this a little bit um, in my regaining confidence episode with my girlfriend, Hannah, um, where because of the situation with my ex, like a decent amount of people knew what had happened and... um, There were just like a lot more people involved and no one told me anything. (laughs) It just like was a lot of talk behind my back basically. And um, cutting those people out of my life was really, really, really hard. At the end of the day, even though it hurt slash still hurts because obviously like they were my friends, my really good friends at one point. Um, But I have once again learned so, so many life lessons. Number one. How to, this is going to sound bad, but how to sever ties with someone like in a kind way, which is almost like basically setting a boundary for yourself. Um, I just like knew that I couldn't go on in the friendship without trust and they had broken it. And that was that. Trust and loyalty is a really big deal for me, as it should be for anyone. I feel like that's pretty bare minimum. Um, And so I think you can go your separate ways with someone in a kind way. Um, And I think I learned how to do that or how not to do that in some cases, too, um, because I'm not perfect and I don't get things right on the first try either. And then there were the relationships that just like kind of naturally fizzled out, too. And that's also hard as well. Um, Not because of anything that has to do with my ex. Now we're moving on just from like other TCU friendships that I had because you grow up and you move to different cities and you don't really talk anymore. And that also is sad too. Um, And I just don't think I really ever had the time to like mourn those friendships because I was like, I'm fine. I don't need anyone Um, in my lowest of low time um after graduating and then also boom pandemic woo um but yeah it was it was really good for me to kind of deep dive into some of the the main friendships that were so prominent in my life at that time um and are so not anymore and that is wild (laughs) While journaling about this, um, the quote, people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime kind of popped into my brain. I think that's from a poem or something. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but that just kind of randomly popped into my head. And I think it is very true and is a nice little reminder. Like I said before, I would not take those friendships that i had back by any means i've just learned so so many lessons from college Schley. and it was honestly so interesting to compare college shlee versus um, present um, and how we approach our friendships and our relationships now um, because they're vastly different let me tell you um And I just thought that was a really cool and fun exercise just to see how much I have grown um, and how far I've come. So I highly recommend you do that if if you have any past, you know, college trauma like me or just trauma in general, to be honest. So yeah, those were my two journal, well, that was my journal journey. gonna use it again and I just thought it was so incredibly helpful to reframe my feelings towards my time at TCU I'm incredibly grateful for my time there and for all of the life lessons that I learned because I would not be who I am today without it um and honestly it's very similar to how I feel about the whole six (laughs) shit show um or situation uh Where I have learned so much from that situation as well. And um, although, you know, bad things happen, things can't be perfect all the time as much as I want them to be. I just feel like I become more and more of a well rounded human at the end of the day. And for that, I'm so grateful. And through the hard times, I choose joy and happiness and gratitude. And I will continue to persevere because that's what this podcast is all about, people you can't bring me down. Like I said before, my TCU friends and professors saw the show last night and I, ugh, seeing them after the show and I just, they radiate so much joy and love and support. And boy, did I feel that. Um, I am so, so incredibly thankful and happy that I did the journal journey before this um, because I was able to just like, be with them in that moment um and it had been a long time since i had viewed tcu with um such like fond and happy memories um and to have that outlook outside in virginia who would have thought in fredericksburg like i just it was just a really special moment and um i left that show feeling just very thankful to be in this industry and to have um such a great alumni circle and um, friends. Also, lol, sorry, there's like a vacuum going on in the hallway and it kind of is cramping on my heartfelt moment here. Anyway, those are my thoughts of the week. Woohoo! I don't have much to say now. I pretty much think I got everything out of my brain um, other than, wow, oh my god, I already feel so much better. I don't know if it's this medium. <laughs> coffee now that's in my system. Um, But I also just think when you talk about gratitude and you prioritize gratitude, it literally changes your mood so much. So I just really, really encourage you to take the time this week to reflect and um, take time for all of the amazing things happening in your life. Okay. I hope you have a great rest of your week. Um, and, you know, I'll see you in talk to you the next week. And, hey, a big go, frogs. Uh, yeehaw. yippee kaye! <laughs> There's my little, little Texas girl showing for you. All righty. I hope you have a kick-ass week. Bye. yay.